Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh my gosh, that video quality is terrible. Don't worry. Uh, the episode is not going to be like this. I actually just recorded an intro for my other show, uh, JPD Weekly. So this is the sharpening report. That intro will explain what we're doing today. And if you did catch... Uh, the the JPD Weekly episode. We're, we're doing movie excerpts from a film, but don't worry. The excerpts I'm going to show in this uh, episode of the Sharpening Report, uh, Report are different than the excerpts that I showed from JPD Weekly. So, uh, let me get off of this uh, terrible video quality and <laughs> on to something a little bit uh, better. Here is the intro I did for JPD Weekly that will explain the, the, the rest of what we're doing this week. Hey everybody, welcome to JPD Weekly. So uh, today I'm going to do something a little special. Uh, as most of you who have been following uh, this channel know, I've recently put out a film called What Comes Next, and it's all about Middle East politics, Israel, and UFOs, believe it or not, uh, prophecy, and how all of these things kind of mesh together. And especially in light of recent news, the, the government's coming out with even more UFO footage that they're actually confirming is real, which, uh, again, it blows my mind that we're living in this day and age. It blows my mind that this kind of stuff is going on. Um, but this is something that Derek Gilbert and I uh, predicted in our book, The Day the Earth Stands Still. And uh, that came out before we got official disclosure in uh, 2018, you know, end of 2017, beginning of 2018. Uh, but we predicted exactly what that was going to look like and what we could expect in the future. And so based on that, um, I've, I've just completed a new film on all of that. And, and I think that it, it's really needed today. I mean, it's a very timely thing. It also talks about how things might change uh, from the Biden presidency. Um, because when all this happened, Trump was in office. So what's going to change? Uh, in the film, it talks about all of that and more. And I wanted to show some excerpts from the film in this episode. So if you haven't had a chance, make sure to go to dailyrenegade.com and become a member, and then you can get the film. You can watch the whole thing. Uh, now, it's only available for paying members right now. It's only for monthly or yearly members. So uh, you can try the free trial if you want to get a free trial and just see if you like it. Uh, but you're not going to be able to get the, the film with the free trial. Uh, and I've explained why in, in other episodes, uh, but basically it comes down to censorship and trust, and there's just a lot of different things. Like, for example, Amazon has already blacklisted this film. Uh, can't get it on Amazon. And they even said that we, we can't appeal it, and they, can't, they won't tell us why. So uh, it, it's, it's kind of funny because I have a film called Silent Cry, The Darker Side of Trafficking, which is all about, like, the occult side of, of child sex trafficking that's on amazon believe it or not that's on amazon but this film what comes next is not so uh, i wanted to show some excerpts now of course i can't show the whole thing and i have to edit certain things out because it's youtube uh, of course and then i'm going to show even more uh, in the members only section and you might be asking well if you have to be a member to see the whole film why are you doing that this is so people who just want the free trial 
so they can see even more of uh, excerpts from the film to hopefully make the decision to become a paying member and, and get the whole film and support our ministry. That, that's what we're really after. So because of that, we're going to uh, use the first half of the program to show uh, a large excerpt from the film. And we're going to use the second half to show another excerpt from the film. So uh, if you haven't had a chance, head on over to dailyrenegade.com. Also, right on the homepage, because the world is becoming an ever-increasingly darker place, and the world is, frankly, after you, and they're after me, and, and you know, they're, they're after us because we're believers, because we're Christians, because uh, we, we, find, we, we put our alliance and trust in Jesus, so because of that, uh, the dark forces of the world are, are going to be after us. Now, one of the ways that they can cripple us is through our finances, and we've been seeing that start now. We've been seeing a lot. If, if you keep up with uh, Daily Renegade, then you've been watching the show that Terry Saka hosts, uh, Wealth Transfer News. And that is all about prophecy and especially like in terms of the economy and how to protect our assets. We have a free episode of the Sharpening Report uh, right on the homepage of dailyrenegade.com. Anybody can watch this. You don't need a free trial. You don't need a membership. It's just free for everybody. But I highly encourage you to watch that episode and learn how you can protect your finances. Uh, it's through Cornerstone Assets and uh, Asset Metals. And this is a Christian company. They're Christian first. They are not out to get your money. And also, this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. All this is, is protecting your assets. Now, as the uh, it, it's investing in silver and stuff, but you invest in silver, the price of silver pretty much stays steady, but the economy goes down and down and down. So, you know, it'll look like over time that you're actually making money. You're really not. You're just holding on to the money that you already had, and the money you already had becomes more valuable as the economy tanks. And um, we're we're in that day today. So, uh, so because of that. I, I want to ha have everybody have access to how we can protect our assets, uh, and there's free information available. Go to dailyrenegade.com and watch that video. And uh, also, if you already know that you're ready and you already want more information from the company itself, there's a link in the description below that you can check you, you can check out and um, you know request some information. They will talk to you personally. Uh, it's a great company. I own some silver myself. I, I highly suggest everybody should do this. For, for a long time, we have been saying, you know, we want our own thing. We as Christians, we don't want to trust in the satanic banking system. We don't want to trust in, uh, you know, the, the, the fiat stuff. And we want real tangible things that we can uh, have for ourselves and pass down to our family. Uh, that, that's kind of what it's all about. We want to leave stuff for our families uh, after after we pass on. And that's an important thing. Uh, we need to be doing that. So here, we finally do have our own thing. Christians have built this from the ground up. Uh, so like I said, Cornerstone, it, it is like a Christian ministry effort for the rest of us that they're doing. So take part in it. It's really easy, and you don't have to know. I, 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 my strong suit is not like the economy and financial systems and stuff like that. It's not my strong suit, but uh, they've made it very easy for me, and you, you can protect your assets. So make sure you do that again. Um, go to dailyrenegade.com, watch that episode, and if you're interested, if you feel like uh, God's calling you to do this, it, keep it in prayer. That, that's also important, too. Um, I, I, I don't know everybody's individual needs. This might not be for you. I don't know. Uh, but keep it in prayer and see what God wants you to do. I, I think that this is something that we as Christians can benefit from, and we can, uh, the, the less dependent we can, the, the less dependent we can make ourselves on the world, 
the better. You know, we, we want to be able to depend on ourselves as Christians, brothers, sisters, our, our, as our, our family in Christ. We want to be able to depend on ourselves because we know that the world is going to fail us time and time again. So, uh, so make sure you do that. And if you want to, again, if you want to see the whole film, um, become a paying member at dailyrenegade.com. You can get a monthly membership or a yearly membership. Either way works out great. Uh, the yearly membership, you actually get a better value if you can if you can if you can do it. You get two months for free because it's only a hundred dollars a year as opposed to ten dollars a month. Uh, so ten dollars a month, that's one hundred and twenty dollars a year. Um, so instead of doing that month to month, if you if you can do it just all up front, then just do the yearly, and uh, we'll make it really easy. Also, what that what what your membership money what what it goes to, <laughs> it goes to continuing this ministry so we can bring you more uh, more groundbreaking films like um, uh, like what comes next and and like the amazing films that Michael Stibbs is putting together, which you can also get there. Uh, but we also want to reach the. The, we we, we want to give the, the gospel to the world. We want to reach the world with the gospel. There we go. Those are the words I'm looking for. Um, as you can tell, I'm very excited about all this. So uh, Daily Renegade is, is heading in a really good direction. We are probably going to be um, leaving our current web provider because it, it's very clear uh, if you're a member... Um, then you know we we do pay attention to you guys. We try to take care of you as best as we can, and it's clear that uh, we we go through Wix right now. Wix is clearly not built to handle. Uh, really, what it is is they're not built to handle all of the content that we're able to provide you guys. Um, so because of that, there have been some limitations, and uh, you know it takes a while to load. For example, like when you when you log in, you have to let it sit on the login screen after you click log in, and then you know after a few seconds, it'll go into the website. And because of that, some people have thought that when they click log in, that it's not logging them in. It is. It just takes a while. So all of that, though, we are looking into other options. Right now, we're, we have a couple other providers that we want to go through uh, that we're looking into that um, can guarantee they're not going to censor us because we have controversial content on our uh, website, uh, but also that can that that can support just the massive amount of content that we want to provide for you. Uh, so we are doing that right now. Very very soon, we'll probably be making the switch. But um, all of your all of your membership uh, fees. That's what it goes towards. It also goes, excuse me, it also go, goes towards building an app, which we desperately want to do. Uh, and we've been talking about that for a long time, and we want, that. that's like the very next uh, item on our priority list. We want to get the website up and running first and foremost and make that as smooth as possible. Then uh, once we get that running, we want to start working on the app. And it'll be for phone, um, hopefully for TV as well. Uh, so we're, we're looking into those options. The main thing is we want to find a provider that won't censor us. Um, so we're looking at things like Subsplash and a couple of others. But all of that, though, we're, we're doing this to make this the the the, uh, the 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 best kind of fringe Christian sort of stuff. I, I don't even know if I like the term fringe Christian. I just use it because I have used it for years. It just basically means the kind of things that you're not going to hear in church, typically. If you get a really good church, you will. But Typically, the kind of stuff we talk about, and it's not because it's heretical. It's not because it's not well thought out. We don't we don't trade in just baseless conspiracy theory stuff. That's not at all what we do. Personally, I can't stand that stuff. Uh, we we work really hard to give you just true, theologically accurate, correct information from the Bible. Uh, but we also don't want to shy away from topics just because 
you know, they're 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 too dark or they're too difficult to hear. So, you know, for example, we have episodes on Silent Cry, the darker side of trafficking. We have several things like that. Uh, so that kind of stuff, we need to know what's going on in the world so we know how to protect against it, how to defend against it. Uh, but we also need to know just how to survive as Christians in, in this world that we are just passing through until we earn our eternal reward. So we want to bring as many people into the family as we can. We want to spread the gospel, bring as many people in. Uh, and so, you know, one of my favorite messages to get is when, when somebody says, you know, I watched a video or I read a book and, uh, I became saved or, you know, you, you, I'm, I'm now saved out of this darkness that I was in. That, that's what it's all about. So contributing to daily renegade also contributes to those efforts. Okay. Uh, so now I'm going to play for you a, uh, a, a section of the, the film, what comes next and, Keep in mind that this is going to be heavily edited because there's just a lot of things that YouTube won't allow. And so we have to be really, really careful. There's so much more to this film than I'm going to be able to show here. Uh, so because of that, just, just keep that in mind. Uh, then we'll, we'll cut to break and then we'll come back. And if you, if, if you want to see more excerpts, but you don't know if you want to financially support us yet, that's fine. You can get a trial and then you can get the rest of this episode. So that's why we're doing the, the, the extra content at the end. Uh, if you're already a member, then you can just go and watch the film and you can enjoy the whole thing. Uh, so we're going to be doing that for uh, this episode here uh, here, and, and uh, I, I think we're going to do it on one of our other shows too. Um, so that being said, uh, enjoy. Here is an excerpt from What Comes Next. Finding prophetic significance in this particular peace agreement is, uh, I think, a stretch. Those who are seeing this as the covenant with many made by the Antichrist figure in Daniel chapter 9 are skipping over a big chunk of the book of Revelation because the one who confirms the covenant with many being the Antichrist, when you see where he appears on the world stage in the book of Revelation, there, there are a lot of things that we have to go through to get there. It's sort of like looking at the proposed vaccines for the coronavirus as the mark of the beast. It may look something like that, but we have to go through a lot before we get there. Look at Revelation chapters 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12, because we got to go through all of that before we get to the man of sin, the son of perdition, the Antichrist, who confirms the covenant with many. Among those things, we have a burning mountain that falls into the sea and turns a third of it to blood. We have wormwood, which falls on the rivers and poisons a third of the waters. We have the sun, the moon, and the stars losing a third of their light. The abyss gets opened, and the locust-like things swarm out and torment the world for five months, torment those without the seal of God in their foreheads. There are a lot of things that happen between now and then, and if you're a pre-tribulation believer, we believe that uh, when the sixth seal is opened, toward the end of Revelation 6, the church is removed from here anyway, which means that in all probability, although you know we're, we're open to hearing other points of view, we're not you know going to die on this particular theological hill, but it's our belief that we won't be here when this happens anyway. So no, there, there are a lot of things to go through before we get to that. And again, when we look at that the way it's worded in Daniel chapter 9. I think we need to be careful about reading too much into that anyway. He confirms a covenant with many. It doesn't say he makes a peace deal with Israel and Israel's neighbors. He confirms a covenant with many. What exactly does that mean? Like much of end times prophecy in the Bible, it's not really specific because God is not going to divulge his plan to the enemy 
before the enemy sees it unfold on the battlefield. Now, I will say this, which I find interesting. The gentleman that we've interviewed on Skywatch TV previously, uh, Rabbi Meditayu Glazerson, who is an expert in the Torah codes, claims to have found a reference to this peace agreement in the book of Genesis, Genesis 17, verses 19 and 20, which is where God confirms to Abraham that he will bless his son Ishmael and uh, bless many people through Ishmael, but that Ishmael is not the son of the promise. That would be the future son that would be born to uh, Abraham and Sarah in their old age. But uh, Glazerson believes that next year on the Hebrew calendar, which begins with Rosh Hashanah very shortly, the Messiah would come. Now, do we ascribe any legitimacy to, to his interpretation? Not necessarily, but it is interesting to note that this is a theme we've been hearing from Orthodox and Haredi rabbis, the ultra-Orthodox rabbis in Israel for several years now. They believe that Messiah's appearance is imminent. Just so that we understand where the rabbis in Israel are, I, I bring this up. So they're seeing this as um, confirmation that Messiah's arrival is imminent. Does this mean that the Trump administration is dividing the land? Or does it mean that the Trump administration, either Kushner or Trump himself, are they the Antichrist? First of all, the phrase dividing the land comes from Daniel chapter 11, verse 39, and also Joel chapter 3, verse 2. We can be sure that the Abraham Accords is not fulfilling the scripture about dividing the land because it doesn't change the status quo. It actually is one of the stipulations for normalization between the UAE and Israel that Israel does not annex the West Bank. Of course, we understand that Israel already controls 61% of the West Bank and they could annex the rest of it anytime. These are historically the biblical lands. It's where Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob met with God and lots of the Genesis stories occur in the West Bank. We want to have normalization of this area and it's also an important military buffer for Israel. So that's why Israel wants to have control of that area. It actually is already divided as a land and Donald Trump and Jared Kushner are not doing anything that would be considered dividing the land, especially in the time frame of Daniel 11 verse 39 or Joel chapter 3 verse 2. These things are happening later on when the Antichrist is revealed. Well, a lot of people will look at Daniel 9 and suggest that this makes Donald Trump the Antichrist. I don't think so. It's part of the geopolitical scenario leading up, perhaps, to the end times. But as I've already indicated out of Ezekiel 38, I just think it's the alignment of nations in the broader geopolitical arena throughout the Middle East and Central Asia and elsewhere uh, that we're beginning to see come to fruition. Does that mean there's a timeline? There is a timeline. I just don't know what it is. And I only know of one that does, and that's the Lord. The big issue here is that uh, the annexation of the West Bank into proper Israel uh, has been delayed. It's not canceled, but it has been delayed. Donald Trump can align himself with the right powers in the region, and he's done a very good job behind the scenes with Kushner and so forth, you know, talking to the heads of state. I do believe that the Obama administration kind of set this scenario up by pushing so hard with their deal with Iran. 
And of course, Iran has then antagonized the entire region, as well as has Erdogan in Turkey. And so, you know, the Trump administration understands the geopolitics in the region, and I think has aligned itself in such a way as to to foster relationships that are going to, you know, serve our collective best interests throughout the region. The other scripture that people are concerned about is First Thessalonians chapter five, verse three. But when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. And so people say, well, if there's a peace treaty, that probably means that it's the Antichrist. Well, you can't just play footloose with prophecy like that, because there have been many peace treaties for the past 2,000 years, and we need peace treaties. I mean, without peace treaties, wars would never end, conflicts would never be resolved. So we ended World War One with the Treaty of Versailles. We ended the European conflict with the Ottoman Empire, with the Treaty of Lausanne. The only really exceptional war was World War II. It did not end with any peace treaty. Why? Because Germany was badly beaten and Japan suffered two atomic bombs, the only atomic bombs to ever been dropped on civilian population. So they both unconditionally surrendered. In all other instances, you end conflict with a peace treaty. So a peace treaty is not a bad thing. We as Christians should be known for peace. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 9, Jesus our Lord said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called, not the Antichrist. Peacemakers are not called the Antichrist. They should be called sons of God. We Christians and all the Christians in Trump's administration, like Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, they are born-again Christian and they're working towards peace. That is very good because peace is the platform for the gospel. When people are in strife and war, or they're fleeing their nation, or they're just in refugee camps, it makes it very hard for them to attend church and listen to sermons and grow spiritually. They're just trying to survive. All right? So peace is a platform for the gospel and also for discipleship. Psalm 37, verse 37, King David also says this, Take note of the one who has integrity. Observe the godly, for the one who promotes peace has a future. So it's not like the one who promotes war has a future. No, you should be promoting peace. Of course, there'll be a counterfeit peace one day, but we're not at that timeline yet. We're not anywhere near Revelation 13. We've not had the asteroid strikes. We've not even been through all of Revelation 6 yet. So look at the timeline and then slot the events of today into the timeline. So it looks to me like because of the Abraham Accords, the way that it affects prophecy is that it has extended the opportunity for the gospel. It looks like we have many years. Now, when I say many years, I'm not talking about 200 years or even 100 years. But I believe that we're given at least a decade out to have a great awakening, to be able to open up the Middle East to tourism, and of course, the gospel as Christian tourists go over there. I think these are all good signs. I think the rabbis, sadly, will make the same error that they made 2,000 years ago in looking for a geopolitical savior. Now, they rejected Jesus of Nazareth because he was not that geopolitical savior. About 100 years after his death, Simon Bar Kokhba led a rebellion and was hailed by the revered Rabbi Akiva, who is still considered one of the most uh, respected rabbinical teachers to this day in uh, Judaism. He heralded Simon Bar Kokhba accepted him as the Messiah, and he led a rebellion against Rome that was successful for a few years, 
Eventually, the Emperor Hadrian sent his most trusted generals to uh, Judea and uh, crushed the rebellion, essentially depopulated Judea to the point that it destroyed any hope of an independent Jewish state for almost 2,000 years. That is who they will be looking for, and I think a man will arise who will fulfill that role. In fact, I wrote about this in Last Clash of the Titans and in uh, Bad Moon Rising, which is my analysis of the spirits behind Islam. I believe that there will be a geopolitical leader in Israel who rises up during a conflict with its nearby Islamic neighbors, perhaps the Psalm 83 war that Bill Salas has written about, and uh, will appear to deliver Israel from imminent destruction. And he will be hailed as the Mashiach by the rabbis, uh, but then eventually will declare himself to be God in the temple. In other words, the character that the rabbis hail as their Messiah from a Christian perspective, we would understand to be the Antichrist. And I think that's an aspect of the, the deception that the fallen realm will try to work on the people that God called out and chose for himself. Now, where is it moving towards? Well, we know that we're moving towards Ezekiel 38, the war, all right, between the surrounding nations of Israel, not the immediate neighbors, but the outer rim neighbors with Israel, Ezekiel 38, and also Revelation 18, where Babylon gets destroyed. I've personally believed that the whole Arabian Peninsula is Babylon. Traditionally, people said Iraq is where Babylon is. Well, I don't necessarily agree. I think all of the Arabian Peninsula is, and the main power player in the Arabian Peninsula is Saudi Arabia. And so we're going to see that Saudi Arabia, I believe, will fulfill Revelation 17, 18. It already is very powerful. It already controls a lot of the world's politicians through back-end deals and back-end contributions. We're seeing this in all different nations. They're e even influencing the curriculum, the education curriculum in America. And you're not allowed to criticize Islam in many, many news outlets because somehow there's some deal, some money that's being exchanged that is controlling freedom of information. Saudi Arabia is going to grow, it's going to open up, and then you will see that the merchants of the world and the ship owners are trading with Babylon, Saudi Arabia, and when it gets destroyed in one hour, the whole world cries about it. Right now, as important as Medina and Mecca is to Muslims, the world is not really aware of the Middle East. They don't go there, they don't trade much with them. So it's going to open up, and that's very prophetically significant. That means that we're moving towards Ezekiel 38-39. We're moving towards Revelation 17-18. But we're not at that chapter yet. What else can we say is coming next? Right? The theme is, what comes next? Uh, I believe that if there are peace accords with nations that are specifically named in Ezekiel 38 as being enemies, hostile countries to Israel in the Gog-Magog war, then that's going to be a broken peace. So already we see that Sudan has come in following Bahrain, following the UAE, following even, you can say, Kosovo. They want to make peace. But Sudan is going to break this peace because Sudan really fulfills the area of the Ethiopian Empire. If Libya is going to make a peace treaty with Israel, which maybe they never will, but if they do, they're going to break that. Lebanon, I believe, will make a peace treaty and possibly not break it. Obviously, Saudi Arabia is going to make a peace treaty and they're not going to break it. So those are the things that are coming next. Once you have Saudi Arabia at peace, then that's Sheba and Dadan. Sheba and Dadan is probably Saudi Arabia 
and the UAE. You know that if Turkey makes a peace deal with Israel, if Iran makes a peace treaty with Israel, they're going to break those peace treaties. So those are the things that we're looking for, okay? They have to fit the Bible, they have to fit the timeline, they have to fit the names of the ancient territories compared to the modern nations. We're not just going to slot any peace treaty in to that's the peace treaty of the Antichrist. We cannot do that to the scripture. Scripture is exciting enough, but you don't need to twist it or exaggerate it. We need to be very wise and very deliberate about how we interpret prophecy. Being that Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis worked in the Pentagon for so many years, I could not help but to ask him if he had any knowledge of the Pentagon's involvement with UFOs. All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. We are going to cut to members-only content now. So if you haven't had a chance and you don't, again, if you don't know yet, if you want to financially support us, go get a trial and you'll get more excerpts of the film What Comes Next. If you've if you've already made up your mind and you know you love us and want to support us, then head, head on over to dailyrenegade.com and become a member today. All right, so we will see you over there. Thank you so much for watching, and until next time, take care and God bless. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.